Is it Mark Sano? Yes. Hi everybody and welcome to another episode of Oh Hey Game. I'm Sally. (laughs) (laughs) I remembered to do it today. I'm Sally and uh, I'm your host and I'm here with my very good friend Sarah uh, who is, we're pretty pretty excited to be here tonight I think. Totally excited, blessed be. Oh. (laughs) Sarah's just started watching The Handmaid's Tale. Made, what is it? Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale, and has just been telling me about it. I feel really stressed out. It's horrific. It so is. let's talk about mental health. Oh my god, I feel like I'm really in a low spot. Like, I don't think I can take anymore. Like, yeah, no, but we are going to be talking about mental health today, um, which I think is a fascinating subject. It is. Yeah, um, especially for queer people. LGBTQI people, uh, there seems to be a pretty big market there for our mental health. Well, yes, just the statistics definitely do suggest that. That's right. And I've got stats to share. Do it then. Yeah, did some research, got some stats. Yeah. But how's your mental health? <laughs> what am I in a therapy session? Yeah. Um, Hi, tell me about it. Um, well, I binge watched The Handmaid's Tale, so my mental health is not in the best, (laughs) the best level at the moment. What a perfect time to do the episode. I know. I mean, it's horrific, but realistically, it's, it definitely impacts. I mean, but I guess that's what happens in life. If work isn't going well, if you have issues with your family, which you can in coming out or living your truth, um... When there's those difficulties, it definitely impacts you. And as you'll say a bit later about how much higher that is for those in the LGBTQ. Want to read my stats? Read your stats. Oh, you know, I love some stats. She loves some numbers. Yeah, I love some numbers. No, that's actually not true at all. I am not very good. No, you like numbers and statistics, but you're horrible with mathematics and accounting. Wow. Thanks. I was, <laughs> I was going to say I was bad at adding up, but no, please add all of the other stuff to it. You're terrible. You're yeah, absolutely yeah. terrible. Well, you are. Your job as an accountant, you suck. No, I don't have a job as an accountant. You were like an accountant's payable person Oh, I was. Once. Well, an accounts receivable. And I managed that team, um, mm. which was really And odd. it was dissolved? <laughs> <laughs> like the department's afraid redundant or something <laughs> no it's still going strong no it was an mm. odd choice uh for me to be in accounts because i'm the kind of person at the end of the day if the books don't balance i still go home and sleep well <laughs> it does not worry me i'm like oh well no i'm not that bad well in a job that i used to have um my team leader <laughs> once said to me I knew how you were personally every day when you would walk in because it would be about how your face looked. Ah, okay. So what, were you happy or sad? Because if that's, if, that's, oh, if that's the case. I was probably very angry most of the time. If that's the case, imagine how I look walking, walking in I have work. a resting bitch face. 
Yeah, you really do. That's a that's bad. It's a curse. It is a curse. Well, it's not only you look like a bitch and you are a bitch. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, what about my mental health? Let's talk about my mental health. Mm. Let's talk. Let's make it about me. Yeah. Um, On any opioids? <laughs> no. I don't think. Just asking. God, what? You don't know my life. <laughs> no, I don't think I'm on any opi. What are they? <laughs> Nothing. Just okay, good. All right. I'm like, I don't know. Am a I? joke that if I have to explain it, then. That is not a, yeah, that's not a joke. Um, I'm pretty much a nervous wreck in general. You are. You're a nervous Nelly. I am a nervous Nelly. Why am I so nervous? I expect the worst. I am definitely the glass is only a quarter full and that's bullshit. And I'm yelling that to the wind. Yeah. I love how the wind's just suddenly there. Yeah, I'm the yelling wind. it to the wind. <laughs> crazy lady. Half glass. Crazy lady. Yelling to yells the wind. The wind. Yeah. Like, like the crazy cat lady in The Simpsons. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> But without the cats. <laughs> I just do that myself, like just walking down the street all jittery. But I am very nervous. I'm very nervous about things like... Life. I know too, like if money goes missing, I'm automatically like, oh, fuck, it was me. I did it. Please, I did it. I'm sorry. Okay, you're painting yourself as a fraudster at the moment. No, but then they go, well, you weren't even here. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but I'm pretty sure I did it. Like that's like, is it you, but is it more the case of I think you think I did it? Maybe. I just get, I don't know. And I get nervous about stuff and. But you have a child now and you get very nervous about elements involving her. Yeah. Cause it's like, well, I get nervous about like, you know, you parenting right, you know, like all that kind of stuff. Like, because shit is real. Like, you know, like you could be doing a really bad job and you don't know. Mm. Yeah. But, I mean, that's not – is that mental health? Yeah. Is it? Hmm. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm just um, – I don't know. I think I, I explain myself as very relaxed. You're a laid-back person, but you're very – Um. Politically correct. No, I'm joking. I was going to say tread um, carefully, my friend. <laughs> um, but you you feel things very deeply. Yeah. And I think that's probably one of the things that attracted us in our friendship, where we're very similar in that way. We yeah. get so, as another team leader used to say to me, Sarah, you're over-emotional. Um, that's just a life lesson for you though. yeah isn't it though I don't think I'm over emotional though I mean I cry I think you can be <laughs> I cry at ads I'm and not stuff. saying it's a bad thing no but we feel things very deeply yeah I watched a movie trailer what did I watch this morning for some reason I watched a movie trailer it was the other woman I don't know why I watched it it just came up on YouTube and I was crying at that I'm like what are you doing just trying to have a coffee and you're crying. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. 
But that's just emotions. It's just emotional. Or it's hormonal. Oh, then no, that's probably the case. <laughs> yeah. But other than being nervous, I think I'm pretty like laid back and chill. <laughs> I don't think I'm as neurotic as like Woody Allen. Why would you bring up Woody Allen? I don't know. Because he's like the epitome of neurotic to me. Like if there's anyone that is neurotic, you go Woody Allen. Is that what you would do? Um, I would think other things about Woody Allen first. Yeah, me too. They're in my <laughs> head too. But one of those other things is that he's neurotic. He's always neurotic. He's always dilly-dallering around like, oh, I'm so nervous. But I'm not like that. Well, not totally. <laughs> not in public. No, no, but not even anymore. Now that, like, now that I'm older, actually, that's the interesting thing. Now that I'm older, I'm a lot calmer. I think you definitely get to a point where you do calm down a lot. Um, I transitioned later in life. <clears throat> so. Was that when you were about 60? or Yeah. Yeah. So about 10 years ago. Um, <laughs> shut up. Um, so I say later in life because it's not like I was 16. Sounds like you're talking about menopause, though. I transitioned <laughs> later in life. Oh, somebody turned a fan on. The hot flushes are coming. Um, no, I was 34. Mm. Um I was 33 when I made the decision and started getting things in. So I think that's an older age. Yeah, you'd already made the decision, though, hadn't you? It was just a matter of getting to that point. Yeah, and my point is everyone's journey is their own. And I mean, I'm just saying because I remember sitting around when we were in our 20s, early 20s, 21, mm. 22, and you were talking about oh, it. It's, it's never been the struggle with me about who I was. That was always very clear to me. I didn't mm. have to struggle with that. Like, do I like men? Do I like women? Do I feel like a woman? Do I feel like a man? It was never about that. I was attracted to men. Did I you ever like just say, like, man, I feel like a woman? Why do you have to bring Shania Twain into this? <laughs> but did you ever yeah. just say that to yourself? Like, man, I feel On like On the dance I'm floor in the Marty, sure, I did that. Yeah, that's a great song. <laughs> <laughs> Please continue, I'm sorry. I definitely think preparation, especially mentally, is so important. It was one of the things that I probably lacked in transitioning. Yeah. Even though I was seeing a psychiatrist, um... After a year, it was a real struggle. Why? Because it was an element of I had 34 years of living a certain way, not really having any real interest in my life because I wasn't able to live as how I wanted to. So I didn't have a great passion. I didn't really think about my education I didn't think about those things in my life. I was just basically bobbing through life. It was living day by day type yeah. thing. Yeah. And when I transitioned and you have that euphoric moment, it's still challenging, obviously, but mostly it's great new experiences and feelings. But for me, I got to that year 
through and I just was like, oh, so now I have to live. <laughs> yeah. Now I have a life. What am I going to do with it? And I really struggled at that point. And then what, what did you do though? Did you, did well, you I, see someone? Yeah, or? I started yeah. to see a psychologist. I went to my GP. Mm. I did a mental health assessment. They referred me to a psycholo- psychologist. And um, I saw her. And um, that really did help. And it helped me make some major changes in my life. At that point, I quit working full time. I went back to study. There were a lot of things that I changed in that aspect mm. that I probably didn't think about in transition. It was just about transition. That was all the focus in that period of time. So what, what do you think? And I, I'm going back to this point again where I knew you when we were in our early 20s. And you knew that you were mm. a woman. And you told us that. Yeah. What was it... <clears throat> that made you change, you know, at 34 mm. and not at, at a younger age? Like, to go through that change? I guess the life question came out of it when somebody I had actually worked with had um, died from cancer. And... Um, it wasn't sudden it was sudden that he was diagnosed and realistically given a short prognosis of living Mm. so he tried to fit as much of that into his life at the end and when he passed away it just made me think I don't want to die regretting that I love that I think that's really great yeah, and I, I can totally understand that. So here you are now. Here I am now. So how's your mental health now? Um, I'd have to say it's probably a little challenged at the moment. Um, but that's because I did realistically get into a routine where I was seeing a psychologist on yeah. a regular basis and I haven't for a while mm. and obviously I was studying when I was being able to have that time to do it yeah now that I'm working it makes it a bit more difficult getting referrals to do it and things like that it just makes it difficult I know we've talked about it, that marriage what is it the survey marriage survey mm. postal survey that really I think that was really bad for mental health uh, amongst the community anyway because um, suddenly people, the whole country's voting on whether or not you get to have a fundamental right. Like, please, just think about me. Please. I'm still not over it. I need to explain myself to you. Yeah, please, can I have permission, sir? Like, you know, I really want to. I really love it. Like, I promise. Yeah, so still, I don't think I've recovered from that indignity. Um, But yeah, I think my coming out really laid the foundations for a nerve-filled life. But at the same time, I think I had a predisposition 
yeah to anxiety and and that kind of stuff well yes but as a res- as the statistics you're gonna say Jeez, calm down about the statistics. <laughs> Shut up. Get your own statistics. Um, Say it again. It's gonna, you, you were because you're a lesbian. That's why you were predetermined to it. You have a higher rate of those things is what I'm saying. So, yeah, yes, yeah. that's where it's come from. Well, let me read some of my statistics out. Um, I've got me in my notebook here. All right, so here are some statistics. 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 I said it right. No, I'm just saying the word statistics. Oh, you're saying it too. I thought you were like correcting me. I was me. continuing a joke. Like, don't lady explain to me, pal. <laughs> <laughs> like, I say it how I say it. Okay, here are some statistics. LGBTI young people aged 16 to 27 are five times more likely than a straight person to commit suicide. Transgender people are 11 times more Mm. likely. So stick that in your pipe and smoke it. (laughs) Let's go to self-harm. LGBTI people, two times more as likely to self-harm. Transgender people, six. You said T. Oh. So. Oh, sorry. I'm an LGB. I. LGB. You've mucked up my statistics. <laughs> or you could just speak. Yeah. Um, just scrap that. Everyone. You could just say gays or bisexuals. Blah, blah. Yeah, I'll just say gays because, you know, I group everyone in that. So gays, two times more as likely to engage in self-harm. Transgender people, six times more likely. Mental health. <laughs> Um, 41.1% of LGB people over the age of 16 have met the criteria for mental health symptoms in the last 12 months. And 37.1% have been diagnosed or treated for a mental disorder. I mean, that's crazy to me. Sobering figures. They are sobering figures. Anxiety, 31.5%. Of LGBTI people aged 16 and over in Australia met the criteria for an anxiety disorder. We're twice as more likely, sorry, twice as likely than the general population to experience anxiety. Sorry, that was just me deciphering my own words. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's a clear difference between straights yeah. and gays. General population. General population. Straights. Hello to any straight people listening out there. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for joining us. Thanks for you one people listening. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for joining us. Yes, we're real fans. Um, <laughs> okay, lesbians are more likely to be diagnosed and treated for mental disorder or anxiety and are more likely to engage in self-harm and attempt suicide than gay men. Oh, really? Yeah, that's an interesting statistic, I think. Um, so I've got some statistics from Beyond Blue. Uh, LGBTI people have specific issues, so coming out. Mm. Uh, so for many, there are issues coming to terms with their sexuality and other people's opinions and perceptions mm. of this. Uh, heteronormativity. People generally assume hetero status and cisgender status. Mm. 
That's annoying. Although I feel like I'm a hundred footer at the moment, so <laughs> ain't nobody <laughs> <laughs> assuming that I am a straight lady. Although actually some people have assumed that I'm straight and it confuses me. For example Do people walk up to you in the street and say it to you like your style? People flock to me in the streets and Don't tell me does. how much they like my style. Don't They're they just does. like, whoa, hey, hey lady what is this and i'm like i know that's not the point a lady that i work with um from time to time i was in a meeting and i was wearing makeup Mm. and she came into the meeting and she's an older lady and she said oh wow sal makeup like you know got a new boyfriend or something and everyone in the room their jaws kind of dropped like and i was like uh, no, no, which is the truth. Cause I don't have a new boyfriend. It was crazy. She just assumed that I was straight. She's a lesbian. <laughs> um, yeah. Is the whisper that went through the room. <laughs> because it was just so unbelievable that somebody would actually think that I was, and I was just like, well, that's a default position, isn't it? No, I know. But it was just so funny cause I'm, and I didn't tell her a lie. I don't have a new boyfriend. Never will. Just wearing makeup. (laughs) Okay, back to the stats. Being connected to a community, gender and sexual identity are sometimes described as cultural belongings. Shared language, knowledge, history, customs, literature, social settings, institutions, media, etc. And that is so true about gays. It is so true. Yes. We haven't... We've discussed that. I know. I love it. Um, I wasn't saying to cut off, but I'm just saying, listen to other podcasts. We did one on style, which is a lot of that element as well. As yeah, it's that's part true. Of the... Everyone just listen. Just listen to the others. <laughs> okay, so this is a good one. LGBTI people, Australians particularly, are twice as likely than heterosexual Australians to have no contact with family or no family to rely on for serious problems. <sighs> this is devastating to me. These stats are just devastating. Children of LGBTI people often experience the homophobic pressure and discrimination in relation to their parents. My number one concern yeah. with that stupid survey, and I will say that for the rest of my days, how stupid that survey was. Um, you know, even like we were talking about consensual sex between men being a crime um, and older LGBTI people. Hello, if you're listening. Um, have grown up in an environment of legal persecution and pathologization. Sorry, it's my writing again. It's not learning to speak tonight as well. (laughs) So, yeah, I just think it's, it's crazy. Like, it, it is. It's a crazy situation. It is. Hang on. I think, too, having our lifestyle publicly debated all the time, it feels like all the time, uh, is not great for mental health of anyone in the community. Of course it doesn't. And I don't understand why they keep doing it. They just actually don't care. That's how it feels. Because I think it is... And comment how you want to. Mm. They can put it however they want to, that they don't... They don't hate the sin, sinner. They hate the sin. Mm. 
But the simple fact is, and the way that they act towards people, is there is hatred. There is a dislike, there is a disdain. They are negative things. Mm. And like in our previous episode where you're talking about gay conversion therapy and stuff like that, and, you know, having to ask for permission to get married and to have this conversation that it's not traditional. Yeah. Um, those things all play into it. And that's where the difficulty comes from. Yeah, and I often think of, like, kids, you know, like, even in, in more rural areas of the country and, of you know, of the world, I guess, like hearing this shit this dribble all the time and mainly from their politicians like who represent the areas and stuff like well luckily it hasn't been too much of a discussion in this country but as a transgendered person discussions about bathroom use Mm. that especially come from america yeah um i just or that you can't serve in the American military. When you hear those things, even though it's not your constituency, it's not your country, it's not where you live, you're not really impacted by it, you are still, because there are people in this country who probably think exactly the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, I think we just have to stop debating stuff in public. Stop debating it full stop. I'm not saying you shouldn't debate things, but I just think it is about time that the the debate about its relevance is done with. Yeah. People are homosexual, people are transgendered, people are heterosexual, people are cisgendered. Let's just move on. There's some boxes. We're able to categorise people because that's what I think most people like to do. I work well in that sphere. <laughs> I like boxes. I like order. Mm, you do. You do like boxes and order. Um, so I definitely understand that. Um, but yes, I just, I just think it honestly comes from a place of... <sighs> I don't think in this day and age that... The things you say and how we take those things because they just come in so many forms now, whether it's to your face, by people you know, even people you don't know, through social media, Mm. through media, through your politicians, through elected officials, you hear such negative things about who you are. And yes, we have our advocates and our activists who speak up for us, but... Sometimes, Sometimes they're not loud enough to drown out And they that choose noise. not to be loud enough. Yeah. yeah, it does. It really does your head in. Even though at 38, it's still doing my head in. Um, and I, I can't even imagine what it's doing for younger people. Mm. Or people who are even just coming into the scene now, you know, whatever age. Um, but yeah, I think that's, yeah. that's been a good talk today. It has. Thanks for coming and talking to me no problem and um if you do need help on the website there's a section um you'll see it it says need support and if you click on that uh it'll take you to a page uh there's a whole variety of support networks and stuff so just once again if you do need someone to talk to if you need help i would not hesitate to definitely don't hesitate yeah, just go and have a chat to someone. Um, and it's good talking to a stranger too. 
I like going to psychologists. I just get to like spilly guts. Hmm. Yeah. And just be like, just like cleansing, isn't it? Yeah, like, I definitely do. Yeah. I think it's worth it just for everyone to do. Yeah. Uh, it's very helpful and as I said that's the difficulty of me more recently because mm. I haven't had that regularity in it so I haven't had that outlet to um, be able to just vent about things and then have questions back to me that make me think about it mm. you okay? yeah I'm okay are you okay? yeah I'm okay as long as I don't talk about the handmaiden's tale under his eyes <laughs> 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 Bye. Bye.